listen to hair on. From hair on, I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've entered the studio for episode 155. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, man. Been getting anything interesting this week? Yeah, I caught a pretty um uh, a pretty good movie on Netflix called The uh, uh, A Family. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. It's a Japanese movie about... Um, it's basically about the death of the, of the Yakuza and, like, how how it affects the main character and sort of, like, the family that he's in. Okay. And that's, I, a, that's the story of Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. It's Game pretty too. much, it follows very similar to the story of Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. except it's much more realistic and it mm-hmm. sort of differs from the end. And the main character is the, like, polar opposite of, um, of Ichiban. Because um, Ichi is very outgoing. He's mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. like, Atypical you know I mean? for Japanese society, to say the least. Yeah, but he's very typical for a, a main character. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? That he's 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 like he's kind of like Luffy's archetype. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. much, very much. Um, the Naruto type character. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, it, this one I thought it was gonna be like an action fucking an action packed like a uh, 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 movie like like Man from Nowhere or something. I was expecting something similar to like a, a, a oh, Korean boy. crime drama. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, that shit was a straight tragedy, though. That wow. shit was a straight up tragedy. It, like the main character, you're introduced to him like he's really young, and it starts in um, '99, and you're introduced to the main character wow, okay, as he's riding up to his dad's um, funeral, and you find out that his dad was hooked on smack and couldn't Oof. pay, so my man had to go take a dive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, so the main character, uh, he he goes off, and this whole time he's sort of he doesn't outwardly show it, but you can very much tell this actor is like super good. Like, like he, he's one of those amazing face actors, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> so like, you can tell that he's just in overcome by grief, like the entire, for like the entire first 15 minutes of the movie. And he goes out <clears throat> riding with his boys and finds somebody who's like selling dope. So he fucking beats him up, takes his shit, takes the money, throws the dope in the, uh, 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 uh river and goes to, just goes to enjoy some food at his favorite fucking barbecue spot. And um, that barbecue spot is also connected to the mafia because um, uh, 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 the family that he ends up joining, that the leader of that family, one of his lieutenants, his wife is the owner of that store. So he is sort of like sort of secondary protection, sort mm-hmm. of like a oh, yeah. you know, familiar place type, type deal. So while he's there celebrating his stolen money, this dude robs in and tries to kill the, the boss of the family. And, you know, motivated purely by grief and just being annoyed. Like, yo, I'm just trying to enjoy this shit right now. He just, like, beats the shit out of the dude that's attacking the boss and essentially, like, saves his life. Mm. So eventually the boss brings him in and tries to get him to join the family. But he's like, I'm not interested in being a Yakuza. Yeah. So he go, goes off about his way. And the dudes who he robs from, they belong to another Yakuza family. And they, they, they ain't with it. You feel me? They eventually catch what, him in the What boys a web he has weaved. And fucking tortures him. And when they're about to kill him, they're like, "All right, we don't want no traces to take their their um take their their wallets and their cell phones." And so while they're going through their pocket, similar to like in in um the story in, in Yakuza, 
uh, um, when he had met with the the boss prior for saving his life, he gave him his card. Mm, so so when they find a card in his pocket, they're like, the dude's Fuck. like, he's like, I'm not really. We got a deal going on with the, with that family I want right that smoke. now. Yeah, so he's like, I don't, I'm want not, smoke. I don't really think the, 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 killing you right now would be the Smart best man. <laughs> so um, he ends up getting saved and picks up by the lieutenant of his the family, and he ends up joining the family. And then you fast forward to 2005. Damn, where, that's just the intro. Yeah, that was it's sort of the 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 movies in like three phases, like 99, 05 and 2019. Um and in the middle section, he um I'm trying not not to spoil anything yeah. too juicy cuz it's sounds such good. a good movie. I want to watch this. It's a really really good movie and the ending is like fucking superb. And um Damn, so stick the ending. I love it. That was I was like, "Bruh, like man, it, it really got me, man. I, I felt so bad for the main character because it was just it was just like one short straw after another. Mm. And um, so what ha- ends up happening in 2009, stuff happens, and he ends up going to jail, similar to Ichi. Yeah. Similar to Ichi, <laughs> except different this time. Yeah. Because it was his friend. His, one of his homies got killed, so he wasn't really about to be like... He wasn't really about to let that shit go. You feel yeah, me? Never, come on, man. <laughs> blood for blood, bro. That's what this gang shit is about. So... The main character's name is Kenji Yamamoto, I believe is his last name. So Kenji ends up going to prison for that murder. He pretty much like, like it it was just like straight up like, nah, that dude, you killed my homie from back in the day. That's just like he he did the deal, then went right back to his boss and was just like, and essentially turned himself into the cops. So he goes to jail, does a that's fourteen a, year. That's bit. some real Japanese shit. I say that on a lot of their stories. Like niggas turn themselves in. Like yeah, what? <laughs> just like, yeah. you ain't going to run. <laughs> Now, right. it, honor is very, very important to the Japanese society. They're all about, mm-hmm. like, that shit is still very, very important to them. And so um, when he comes out of prison, you get to the world is completely changed. And it's sort oh, yeah. of like, I'm not sure. I'm assuming. Something um, bids due to you, bro. The world passes you by. <laughs> but more, even more so than that is the world for the Yakuza changed. Mm, because yeah, oh, they yeah. passed a lot of anti-Yakuza laws, and apparently some of them are stringent, like you can't own homes, you can't even buy shit. Oh, yeah. People don't associate with you, like everything. So the last half of the movie is about Ostracization that. laws, as they call them. Bro, that shit is, it's brutal, it, man. It, it, it's more overt in Japan, but you get the same, like when you go to, like, if you're in New York, you know how hard it is to, like, rent an apartment if you don't, like, just have a normal job? That shit is not easy, yo. That shit's really difficult. But anyway, yeah, you're right, man. And and that it's funny because, man, that's the, I, I I I'm really interested in this movie because I played Yakuza, um, like a dragon. Because that's the, it seems to be a running trope I'm seeing in in these uh in these media, whether it's the video games or the books or the movies, is that you know times are changing, and that is an ongoing trope mm-hmm. in Japanese cinema. Um, more so than you see in America. You see it kind of in American um, cinema when it comes to, like, uh, the modern Westerns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, cowboys in the modern days, just they don't have a place in society and things yeah. like No Country for Old Men. And there was um there was another one. And I can't remember the name of the movie. Um, I think it was called Hell or High Water, I want to say. Um, where, like, the changing of times is kind of, outmoding old lifestyles of living outside of the normal society. Is that the one with Jeff Bridges? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's the, I got it right. Oh man. It was such a I'm good movie. So. Highly recommend. I don't think I've, I've seen like parts of that movie, but I've never actually seen it, but I, but I would I, recommend I it. It's a really good it. movie. But um, yeah. So like in Japanese cinema, you have like 
the 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 changing of like the eras from the samurai era to the more yeah. contemporary era, <laughs> yeah. and now they're having an out. Uh, and and so you see a lot of like uh, the the Koga Iga uh, wars, mm-hmm. those kind of where the ninjas were kind of being phased out by the by the government. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing the yakuza is being phased out by the government. Even in Kenshin, that that's pretty much in the story Kenshin, of Kenshin. He was raised an assassin yeah. by the government, and they were like, "Well, new government, don't need you guys anymore." Yeah, you know. And so it's interesting to see the what's the modern version of that. What's like, what's happening right now? Like their version of of that kind of story. Um, of of the changing of times, and it's interesting to see the the Western parallels. You don't see them as much in Western um, media, but I, I did notice that there were some parallels there. But that sounds really awesome. It's it's super good, man. Like I would highly recommend it. It's like easy in nine and nine nine and a half out of ten. You know what I'm saying nice. Like I would honestly recommend everybody watch it. I, I wouldn't even like. I'm not even gonna say anything about the second half of the movie after he comes out of prison because that's. That's really where the meat of the story is, is his post-prison life and, and how that is affected after he comes out. That's it's, awesome. It's, yeah, it, it's super, it's super, super good movie. Super good. It's called A Family on Netflix. So go ahead and check it out. Um, other than that, I've been watching, I've been dipping into the, went, went straight old school, man. I've been watching old episodes of Gutex and Mike Ross, the excellent adventures and shit. Oh, wow. Okay, nigga. Super whoa, throwback, whoa. Man. You might want to give some context for that for the people because I don't think everybody's <laughs> going to know about that. Um, Gutex and Mike Ross, they're just two guys from L.A. that play um, fighting games a lot and they go, go on tournaments and shit and they just had the idea like way before most people to just be like, hey, let's just sit on a couch and play fucking Street Fighter online and play someone with our other friends that compete in um in in a, in a fighting game tournaments and shit and it's just it's just two friends hanging out on the couch with other gamers and they're just talking shit yo there was this one dude there long island joe fucking he Man, played that Sagat name sounds <laughs> yo long island joe is a real douchebag name just saying he's cool yo this dude fucking beat so I don't know who he was playing, but he had Sagat and he beat him with one hand, bro. No. One hand. This nigga's there with the controller just playing with his stuff and he beat that nigga. I was like, bro. But it's it's super nice watching like high level, like uh, competitive fighting game play. I do like man. like I like to personally watch um Lil Majin play. I watch him play Tekken and that shit is godly. And he he fucking has started branching out into other games. He was playing on um, Virtual Fighter. Mm-hmm. Boy, man, Virtual Fighter has not kept up with the times, bro. <laughs> that game is definitely just it's not fluent. The 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 strings aren't aren't entertaining. Like it, there's no flash to it. Like Yeah. And yeah, I don't, and I don't just want to dump on the game, but just after watching like games like Tekken and Street Fighter. And even Mortal Kombat has kept up with the times to yeah, a relevant that's because, degree. Um, that's because Virtual Fighter didn't stay, they didn't stay like everyone else did. Like, Street Fighter didn't go away. Tekken didn't go away. None of those other ways. Street, uh, Virtual, Virtual Fighter, Fighter went away for a long oh, yeah. time. They only stayed relevant because they outsourced their IP to, to other franchises. Yeah. So, like, hearkening back to our favorite game, Yakuza has a lot of virtual fighter tie-ins. Yeah, it does. Virtual fighter gets royalties <laughs> off of that. Um, you know what I mean? Old virtual fighter tournaments, other games that 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 feature virtual fighter cabinets. Um, virtual fighter pachinko machines. Yeah. That's where that's how they stayed relevant. They did not stay relevant because they were making fighting games. Mm-hmm. And you you can really see it in their gameplay, man. Like mm-hmm. it's It is not evolved. <laughs> you feel me? Like, also, it's I feel the real reason why um Street Fighter and Tekken and Mortal Kombat have evolved is because of the 
people online in the tournament scene. Once the oh, tournament absolutely. scene like merged with the 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 FGC and it started to it usually just to be like only super nerd people went to turn tournaments and everybody mm-hmm. else just sort of like pay, played casually. But the internet really did a super good job of bringing those two things together and the fucking game creators started taking notice. They were like, oh, "Okay, so okay, so I, I so and this is a, a, a an idea that uh, there's a YouTuber I like to watch, TSG Gamer, um, who kind of you know kind of hinted at this in reference to the to the Final Fantasy fandom, and it's a really salient point that I think is, is super important about the gaming community as a whole, and that is is that. Games make progress. I mean, technical and and feature and and progress because of the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. But games are supported by the casual scene, mm-hmm. and so there is no ranking among fans or players of a game between casual and competitive. Because yes, the competitive scene is solely responsible for any technical advancements that come in games. Purely because we know that video game companies will dumb down the games if the gamers let them because it's easier to make those games. <laughs> True. But we know that the only reason why video games are being made at the level that they are made today is because casual gamers, because they're the ones who stupidly buy cosmetics and all of that dumb shit and, and make games super profitable for no reason. Mm-hmm. But, and they, so, but they definitely won't stick to it, stick with it for like the four or five years of the game's development cycle. But and Life but, cycle. And that's the crazy part is that in the three months that they play a game, they'll spend 10 times as much as someone who's competitively playing the game for five years. And so it is a marriage of these two uh, uh, um, audiences that makes video games viable. And so competitive gamers and casual gamers need to unite and stop hating each other. Because yes, while casual gamers don't give a shit about the things that competitive gamers uh, care about and competitive and vice versa, they both of those need to be present or else the game developers won't have an uh, an even amount of of uh, in a, of um, inspiration or or impetus to develop games that are fe- both feature rich and also cosmetically uh, appealing, you know what I mean? Yeah. They need they need they the, the motivation. The motivation. That's the word. They won't have the motivation to make a balanced game mm-hmm. if there if there's only competitive gamers or only casual gamers. They need competitive and casual gamers to make good games. Yeah, especially because the competitive gamers are so much more vocal nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 they can get their feedback to the developers through social media so quickly mm-hmm. and readily and they're willing to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. And casual gamers are more than willing to spend their money no matter what. <laughs> and so it's really a marriage because that's the thing about competitive gamers. They don't spend fucking money and that's Hell what no. WoW ran into. Is that their competitive rating scene, the people who are the backbone of their community aren't interested in paying anything more than their subscription price. And that's just not going to keep, that's not going to elevate Activision Blizzard to the multinational company they want to be. You know? And so yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, sorry, <laughs> I totally sidetracked from that. Um, back to the the what we've been getting into on the watching <laughs> scene. So yeah, that that that's super cool. Um, I love a good good old rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, man, those old episodes are super dope, super dope. So um yeah, I've been catching up with uh the new season of Black Lightning finally dropped. Okay. 
Yeah, you know, Black Lightning back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Black <Yo>. Lightning's back. <laughs> and just Black Lightning, evidently, because <laughs> 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 not everybody made it through this season. Yo, so after the first episode, like, you could definitely see there was a huge amount of issues with um Lightning's character, right? Is that the, is that her, the daughter's name? There's Thunder and Lightning, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one um, played by China and McLean. Yes, China McLean. She's Lightning. And, uh, yeah, you can definitely see there's a lot of artistic differences because the scenes that she shot in were clearly shot out of sequence with what they were doing. And they did a lot of the dark stuff, you know, the shit that you hate where they kind of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> we're just going to, you know, inadvertently knock out all these lights. And now you're going to have to watch Silhouettes fight. Watching Yo, black save so much watching money doing silhouettes that shit. of black people flight is, is, is crazy. That's crazy, bro. That's funny. But uh, uh, that is the um that is yeah that's the time that's the most uh, uh money saving trick that I hate the most in film is like make it darker bro if it, like in um in a, in a in a uh, in the Kenshi movie when the when she was fighting the dude with the claw claw buddy like triple at, claw buddy yeah like at night that shit was like super dark and his costume is all black so it's like it's kind of hard to see it that's what I'm saying it's like you know I don't mind a night scene. But as a, a director, wouldn't you, like, want to use certain, like, uh, tricks to kind of make it so it's visible to the onlooker? I don't know. You're making a movie. I mean, it's a visual experience, right? Yeah, but, the, you know, it's it's movies more about problem solving than everything else. You know, most movies don't well, yeah. exist in an ideal world. Oh, I guess it's so not a problem th- to them. The darkness well, is not a problem that it's, not a com- it's not that it's not a problem for them. It's that that is the compromise, right? They wanted to do something else, like... The, the 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 alternative to that is spending more money to mm-hmm. train the train the actors <laughs> to do yeah. this for them to have to rehearse the fight scene so that they it looks perfect right oh so yeah. then you have to put in a lot more effort to, in order to do that and mm-hmm. with like a TV show especially like I don't know well like yeah TV I think show. you're right this was a compromise yeah and they had they had pretty good experience because don't forget like I don't know a lot of a lot of them are fighting at night throughout the series. I think in this one in particular, when Lightning was in the scene, it's because they, they didn't have someone who adequately looked like her. And so they had to mask <laughs> exactly. it. And so, yeah, you're, I think you're right in that it was a compromise. But they have, and, and it was disappointing because we've seen them do it properly. Like, I have never had this complaint about this show. And they do a lot of night fighting with, a, with black people. Also, so. COVID. Filming anything Ooh, that yeah. got filmed during COVID time, they had to cut corners in order to to or not even cut corners. But I think that we know definitively that this was because they had to reshoot her stuff because uh, there was issues. And I still don't know what the issue that the actress had with the with them was, but she left the production. Yeah, I think she said she just um a bunch of stuff. She found God, got tired of the industry, wanted to didn't like the industry, wanted to move away from it, that sort of thing. It seems oh, like so. Wait. She didn't want to com- finish her commitment here because of her personal. Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. like she's saying that. Um, you know, it was I just... thought that she had a falling out with the production. That's possible, but like whether she, or not she will know. say that is okay. another thing entirely. True, true, true. true, true. <laughs> you're right. You're right. She does. She's not at liberty to freely. You say may that. You feel me? So she was like, uh, I'm. I'm reading this thing here. She was said she was just getting tired. Um, tied up and working a lot, and you know, she, it was. But you see that a lot, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um. Filming television is not easy, okay? Mm-hmm. Filming, uh, uh, th- that shit requires you to be on set for extended periods of time, and it's not like a regular job where it's like, oh, from this hour to this hour. No, it's from this hour until we get the shot we need um, yeah. to finish. So if that's like her, her first time getting into something like that, or, you know what I mean? There's there's a bunch of reasons why why someone who's mm-hmm. young 
could have been like, this is not what I thought it would be. This is not what I signed up. Especially when you're doing a superhero show, when you're also doing stunts, you're also doing like choreography for fighting. You're mm-hmm. doing all sorts of stuff. Like very yeah, it's a um, very stressful, stressful endeavor, I can imagine. Like what's her face? Like Ruby Rose. I don't know if you remember. Um oh, Ruby yeah, she, Rose is casted as Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah. She lasted, was it one? I think it was one season that she lasted. And it was like they definitely unanimous. recasted her. Both her and the production was like, yeah, no, this is this is not for But us. at least she finished well, you know, and not for nothing, you know, I was gonna say I would have hoped that she would finish out her season, but this was her fourth season. So it's not as if she hasn't put in the work. And so if this is a situation where she felt like her mental health was at was 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 teetering because of this, I, I support her in that. I hope it wasn't a failure of work ethic. That's my that's just my concern. And as I said, I absolutely am not going to 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 go out and say that that's what it was because I don't genuinely know because she can't openly speak about it. I hope it wasn't a failure of work ethic though because she definitely started the season. She, you know, I would have hoped that she could have finished it. But the fact of the matter is, is that if if she was like they wanted to continue shooting during COVID and they didn't have proper protocols and all that stuff, I could totally see her standing on that, and I definitely would support that a hundred percent. You know what I mean, and so it it just sucks because the um the production absolutely suffered for it, <laughs> you know, and 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 it was very very obvious, and you could see why this the studio had a lot of animosity towards her, and and based in the way that they shot it and the way that they they progressed her storyline, it didn't feel like it was naturally fit that way. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot going on with this season that I think is a little bit problematic. Like the family, one of the things I loved about Black Lightning was the family structure of the show. The, the the wholesome family part, the kind of like family matters with superpowers. Yeah, the I backbone. fucked with it super heavy. That nah, that's the backbone of the show, right? That, there. that backbone really is no longer, that. bro. That that is not the that is not the situation coming into season four. So if 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 you were expecting that, I'm sorry for the spoiler, but just prepare, modulate your expectations because you're not gonna. <laughs> this is not a this is not that happy family it was before, and um, a lot of I mean. At, by episode three, Jefferson is in like an illegal pit fight, and I'm just like, all right, <laughs> all right my guys. Wait, as Jefferson or as, as Jefferson, <laughs> nigga? Nah, <laughs> me. As Jefferson, yo, my principal be in street fights, dog. My nigga, it's just it's really wild, and um, so I don't know if I don't know if I if I'm all the way behind this season, but <laughs> I say that with a high pitched skepticism. But um, I want to I want to watch it just because I support my man's. Yeah, you know I mean, I, you know, I mean, you may as well. You, you're I'm down, up I'm in for the ride already. Yeah, you know, I mean? you're you're already like five seasons uh, or a fifth, five out of five seasons. So you may as well finish at this point. But yeah, so Black Lightning is it's been a mixed bag for me. But uh, I'm 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 gonna uh, push through it, and hopefully Carolina will push through it with me because <laughs> she's almost done with it. Because she's like, what is this show? Because she's been uh, she's been watching right the whole thing with me, and she's like. Ah. This as much. She was the one who was excited to get back into it. She's like, "Yo, Black Lightning's back." She was singing the intro. I was like, "Yo, hold up, don't be singing another nigga intro song, dog." Yo, Heron's home is the only intro you need to be singing. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but um, nah, yeah, it's it, Black Lightning. I hope, hopefully, they 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 kind of tie it tie it all up at the end. <laughs> they bring it back, bring it back. But um, yeah. Other than that, I've been watching Loki. Watch Loki. Yeah, yeah. Loki is got is is interesting. Okay, I after WandaVision, 
I am definitely open to being skeptical for the first like five episodes and not like being on board till I understand where it's going. I, I'm totally okay with that. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's bad. I don't exactly know where it's going, and I'm hoping for the best. I think but that's intentional, though, right? I think that's intentional, given not only the characters but the nature of the subject that they're discussing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like when it comes, you're, you're talking about, you're dealing with the main character is a trickster, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. You, his main antagonist is. Uh, I I love what Sylvie called it. She called them the fucking time fascists. Yeah, <laughs> got it. You know what I mean? It's like the embodiment of chaos versus time. The time fascists, you know. So I, I really like. I, I also That's feel capitalism like, right there. Time fascists. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. I also feel like it's gonna be um. Yeah, also by by the nature of the fact that all that you're dealing with, there's gonna be a lot that's 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 gonna be hard to see, especially because. I feel like everything they're telling us in the, or at least 50% of what they're telling us in these first three lo- episodes are fucking lies. I don't, Feeling yeah, you can't. Straight up and then, lies. And that is the thing about Loki is that if you're expecting to get straightforward plot development, then you're probably not going, you're going to be very surprised. I mean, you're going to be completely from blindsided. Loki, from the show itself, right? Because they're talking about, um, uh, uh, so in this episode, they revealed that the all everybody that works at the TVA is a variant, right? Yes. That brings into context um, uh, Mobius's obsession with Josta, which is a, 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 a soda that that was discontinued in the '90s, and his obsession with the '90s and jet skis. Right, so most likely he came from around that time, or at least that's a theory, anyway. So, or, or what was the name of the gum? Bloopskis or whatever. Oh, the, Kabooey? the bubble gum. Kabooey. That's from the future, though. That's from okay, yeah, because that's from the, from the timeline that Loki was hiding in, yeah, or the variant Loki. So, um, I I feel like they're setting up everything specifically so that they can deconstruct it later and be like, "Ha ha, I got you." Not really, "Ha ha, I got you," but like, you know, sort of like, don't believe everything everybody tells you. Oh, for sure. And spoilers, because we're about to talk about what's going on in the episode. But yeah, so they revealed that the variant that they're chasing, uh, the female Loki, is she goes by Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Now the character Sylvie has comic book backgrounds as the Enchantress. Are you familiar with those? Yeah, that Sylvie was um what was like a regular person that got her powers from Loki. So, that, yeah. So what ended up happening is is that in, in when um when uh Thor remade uh Asgard in some Midwestern state, I forgot what state it was. Um, a, a lot of the gods were reincarnated on Earth. And Loki was reincarnated in a body that was meant for Sif. And so this new female Loki wanted to try his hand at creation. I'm going to be good this And make time. a mortal life. And so he created the character Sylvie, who is the Enchantress. Now, that would be interesting if that's why the Enchantress and if the Sylvie and if the Sylvie in this uh in the uh show universe has a similar origin when Loki dies on uh by Thanos's hand he could be reincarnated on on earth similarly in his female body and created Sif or, or I'm sorry and created the enchantress Sylvie mm-hmm. And that Sylvie is the one who's going rampant. And because of her ties being a creation of Loki is why she shows Loki's aura so prominently. That makes sense. That would that. make sense. 
you know. So I don't know if if, if that's if they're going to draw on that comic book origin in the show, but that would that would make that would tie a lot of things together for me because it it doesn't make sense that that this Loki the the variant she she seems like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. She does not seem like a variant of Loki. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not just talking like about her gender. Up, he brings up himself. He even mm-hmm. said, "Are you are you sure you're a yeah, Loki?" Yeah, like even he's skeptical because like her scheming is very one dimensional. It's not very. And it's I also not feel like, like I feel like she's doing it on. I feel like she's doing it not at someone else's behest, but like. For someone else, right? I feel like she's being manipulated by someone else. Maybe I don't think manipulated. Okay. I think she's doing this everything of her own volition. But it's like something happened. Like I'm not entirely sure, but like like something happened where she may have lost someone to the time or, or and TVA thought that the TVA was responsible, and that's why she's going through all this trouble to get them. Because okay. I thought something was super interesting is like all her information about the TVA is secondhand. Because <clears throat> when she went to the TVA, she tried to use her powers like a noob. So anyone who's been to the TV8 before no, knows. Oh, that, yeah. That, that's the flight. Quick fast. So it, it definitely looks like she has a lot of information about the TVA, but it's secondhand knowledge somehow. Mm, so someone's feeding her shit. So there, there, I feel feeding there's definitely her, right? someone info. else. That there's like, I feel like there's another part to her that we're not seeing just yet. Yeah, man. So, so it, it another was... pretty. Have you heard about the Kang theory yet? Maybe Kang. No. Um, Kang, if for those who aren't familiar, is Marvel's big bad of time travel. He's sort of like the the mm-hmm. Thanos mm-hmm. of time travel, where Thanos is all about killing people. Um, um, uh, 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 oh, fuck, shit. I lost his name. Kang is all about like controlling the timeline and making sure that he's Kang like, is somebody who traveled really far into the future and then yes. come back. Who is, yes. He's not a cable clone, is he? No, 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 no. No, he's somebody um from that we know of in the normal timeline as somebody else. No, I don't believe. So. I don't believe so. I think he's from someone. He's just someone from far in the future who had um because who got that information somehow and started doing well, fuckery. He, but he also exists in our current timeline, and he finds the the ability to travel through time technologically, and he travels forward, and he encounters himself several times throughout the time stream because he is alive due to his ability to travel through time. It's a really funky thing. Like Kang's storyline is really cool actually. I love it. I got to go back into it. I'm definitely going to touch on it. But yeah, what's the what's the theory behind how he ties into this? So, Kang has already been casted by Mr. Jonathan Majors. Yes. Or casted as Mr. Jonathan Majors and um or Jonathan Majors cast as Kang. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um and um uh, 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 he looks strikingly, strikingly like the middle uh, timekeeper, but I'm not too caught up on that theory yet. That's 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 sort of like a, a wild swing in the dark. The main thing is that Renslayer is Kang's love interest in the comic books. Ooh. Right. That's number one. Number two, Renslayer is the only person who claims to have met or have any contact with the timekeepers. Right. And. So and she's in the TVA. Yes, she, Renslayer is the she's the one Gotta that Mobius reports to. Yes, and um, the Hispanic lady. Uh, she's British African. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just saying in the in the show she seems that's what she came off as me. I don't know. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just saying she's an ethnically diverse woman. Yeah, she's an African lady. Um, <laughs> uh, and so so there's definitely that tie in there. And I, something I saw was really interesting. Another theory I saw that was seems to hold a little bit of water. 
is that at some point Kevin Feige said that you should pay close attention when Ant-Man is leaving the quantum realm. And they took a still frame of it and you can see a city in the background of the quantum realm. And um, one of the things that Ant-Man said about the quantum realm is that time moves differently there. Sure. And that's the exact same thing that word for word what Mobius said to Loki when Loki asked him how long he's been in the in the in the um in the TVA. So there's there could be that. Oh, you see, so you think the TVA is located in the quantum in the realm? quantum realm, and that's why powers don't work there and, and shit like that, and that's why it's outside of the timeline. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, so because like, the quantum realm, we absolutely know the, the, nothing about nothing is going to function the, the same way. Yeah. See, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. They would make a lot of sense that um, they, they've said as much. They, that you're, uh, they literally <laughs> said we have to plan around the fact that nothing works the same way there, <laughs> and the fact that it changes you, right? Yes. So, um, I I really like that that it's <clears throat> it's understandable that it's sort of hard to see where this is going simply because of how big it is, right? It's one of those things you can't see New York from inside New York, right? Got to look yeah. at that shit from a map or from very high up. Yeah, you definitely can't see the four boroughs or five boroughs from from inside New York. So I'm 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 very curious to see more. I'm very curious about where Renslayer fits in in all of this because she's just sort of been and she's playing definitely, this. Yeah, I, I've definitely gotten a lot of uh, hints that she is an important character. And I'm I I can't I, I can't wait. oh another theory that I came up in this one is that all of last episode it's possible all of last episode didn't happen at all. What? Because you remember the time when she went to go um, enchant Loki? And then he was like, yo, what are you doing? My mind is strong. There's also, like, I also came up with the same theory. That's what he said, right? No? uh, No, I think he didn't say that, but he just said, like, uh, he just asked her what she was doing. She said that when she was explaining to him how enchantment works. And she was just like, if the person's too strong, then, you know, she asked him how enchantment works. And and she said, oh, I reach in and touch their mind. And it's like, how does that work? Well, well it depends because sometimes they're strong. Yeah. It works differently. Okay. So I'm thinking that it's possible that she did successfully fucking hypnotize this nigga. And that she's whole last him? thing. Yeah. She's like trying to find out something or try to get the, the, the little disc thingy from him back. But uh, the, the time pad? Yeah. Because, I mean, there was one thing in that last scene that was really weird to me when that building was falling down and Loki just, like, raised his hands and the building magically went back into place. And I'm like, no, oh, what you mean, you mean that? Uh, Sylvie. Because no, Sylvie did that. When Loki was, um, at the end of the movie, when they're running away and shit's falling down. It's like in the last two, three minutes. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I could have swore that was Sylvie. That no, that, that was Loki. The building falls down. He turns around, faces it, extends his arm, and the building raises mm. back up and goes back into a solid piece. And I was like, like, what fucking power is that? Well, okay, because I definitely remember that and thinking, okay, it looks like she reversed time on it. Like Exactly. Like, right? It, yeah, it like because it, it was green energy, like the like when he turns back the the, the dial of time. Mm-hmm. Or, or not he, but Doctor Strange whenever yeah, he uses it. Yeah, the time it. stone does yeah. that. Yeah. And so yeah, and and it didn't look like yeah, it looked like the buildings reversed itself back to its original Correct. state. And that didn't make any sense to me, because I'm like, I don't really that's a very powerful ability. You feel me? And very like, rare. We've seen him do like telekinesis before, but even if you stop the building from falling, yeah, how do you get it, it to, to go exactly back yeah. in the place it was previously? Yeah, no, no, that definitely wasn't telekinesis where he like stopped it in place and then placed it somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out of the out of harm's way. No, no, no. That was like mm, it reversed the building back to its original state for sure. So that I'm I'm very curious about that to see what they what 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 they're talking about with that. Yeah. 
I, I think there's still a ton to be re- revealed. Um, I've generally come to trust the this the, the Marvel Studios in these shows, so I'm interested to see how they how they uh, stick the landing on this one because yeah. there's a lot of interesting Bruh, things to, I can't to, wait to theorize about. The branches, man, the branches, because this connects to everything. It does. You yeah. know I me, mean? it connects the Doctor Strange, connects the Spider Man. I think it sets fucking... up the next phase of the MCU. No, I it should be. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I think all, all these shows are pretty much just setting up for the next phase. Absolutely. Uh, and the officially, is Black Widow officially the next phase? The next Ooh, movie? I can't wait for Black Widow. And that's coming out. I might go see that in theaters. That's like next week. Yeah, it's like on yeah. the 9th, I believe. July 9th. Oh, man, I can't wait. That movie looks so good. So, yeah. I mean, super exciting. I can't yeah. wait to see what they do with this shit. I'm going to have to figure out. See, I wonder if Kendrick could sit through a movie. <laughs> I mean, if I go to an early morning Sunday movie when there's nobody in there, if he makes noise, it won't matter. True. But yeah. Yeah, man. I'm definitely looking forward to see uh, where Loki wraps up. Yeah. Moving yeah. on from that, man. Uh, there hasn't been too much going on in the entertainment sphere. I did catch that Suicide Squad trailer that you showed me. The hype <laughs> Yo, that is very high. So funny. That Suicide <laughs> fucking Squad trailer looks amazing. Uh, question. Starfish is also a uh, uh, common okay. word for the butthole. Is I'm, there I'm not a, a connection? I'm not, I'm not a huge John Cena fan. He delivered that immaculately, though. Is there any connection? No, no This nigga. Oh, man. But shout out to fucking uh, um, Amanda Waller, bro. Thuggin. Yeah. Straight thuggin. Bruh. Like, I, I love plays Amanda like, Waller. She's um, a, uh, I don't remember her name. I'll look it up. Yeah, no. That that actress, hold on, man. We got to give her a Olivia? shout out. The actress who plays Amanda Waller. Is is a G unit soldier, my nigga. Like uh, to have Aegis El- like I wonder if the if Viola she got- Davis, my bad. Th- oh, that is Viola, Viola Davis. Davis. I didn't yo, bro, they transform her, bro. Because yeah. I you know, I see a lot of Viola Davis on social media and her social media presence, she gets a lot of like glamour photos, beautiful lady, blah, 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 traditional, this and that. Yo, my nigga. Amanda Waller. Is a thug, business. my G. Business, son. The short fro and all, my I G. I come here for business. But I love yo, how, how many times they had to Elvis do that? characters like threatening her. How many times do you think they had to do that scene for her not to flinch, bro? Because I don't know, <laughs> man. It just elbows coming at me, my nigga. I might have to come at him like he's stringing her belly. You know what I mean? Bro, I love that how everybody in the room is freaking out. She's like, stand down. Stay out, yo, my this. nigga. Got this. Yo. When y'all look scared, it makes me look weak, and I never weak. And I and you know I, I I thought that that was Viola Davis, man, and they do such a great job with her, like just turning her into that character. Oh man, yeah. she's such a she's, she's a, a fucking stellar spot actress. on Amanda Waller, man, spot on. Oh, she's a spot on any act any role she plays. True. I have True. never seen her flop a role, bro. True. Viola is 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 one of the like I can't. I'm so glad that she is right now uh, setting herself up to be like one of the you know, kind of gatekeepers, one of the the upper echelon black actresses, because she's she's usually on the uh, good about like, yo, we want to be mindful of everything that we do. We want to play good parts, and even if we don't play, like Amanda Waller, it's a it's a DC movie. You don't have to bring your A game, and she brought her S game, her S plus rank Fuck game. That, you always got to bring your A game, bro. <laughs> no matter who you filming for, my nigga. <laughs> Dude, yo, Viola Davis, man, big ups, yo. But yeah, that that Suicide Squad trailer, 
Yeah, definitely so got the hype super high. And yeah, James Gunn. I, I love the James Gunn humor. This already feels uh, a lot funnier than the previous. It, it does. Um, it definitely squad. feels like DC Guardians of the Galaxy. Definitely, absolutely. And Who's I'm, Weasel and I'm Buddy? What is Weasel Buddy, bro? What I don't is know. That? That's Sean Gunn's role. You know, Sean Gunn. Um, uh, James is Gunn's brother? brother. Yeah, he's always got to get the weird little CG. Oh, role, that's his. Bro. That's his role. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, man. He was also Rocket. He's also the CG body for Rocket. Not CG body, but like the green screen body for Rocket gotcha. Raccoon. Well, yo, my. I don't even know what character that is, and I'm I'm not familiar with that weasel. I'm either. reasonably well versed in DC. Don't know who the fuck that Yo, is. Yo, you got me sitting next to a werewolf. Yo, we're right now. Yo, Pete Davidson in the Suicide Squad. Gee, uh, the- James Gunn, man, yes, ah, killing great. him, bro. Fucking I Nathan can't wait. Fillion, fucking Dutzmalshians in it. Fucking Dude. everybody's in that shit. Yo, that movie looks amazing, man. DC, I guess, I guess they weren't. After they 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 fucked up the 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 um Justice League movie, I I felt like they were almost dedicated to bad movies. But this right here, this is but see this is the, and I don't you look down. You, I don't think you can attribute this to DC though, right? I don't think you can attribute this to DC. I attribute this one hundred percent to James Gunn. One thousand right? percent to James because Gunn. I feel but, like when but, they bought him from Marvel during that fiasco mm-hmm. and Marvel fired him, they were probably like, "We well, could you could do whatever the fuck you want." As long yeah. as you come over oh, here and do sure. our movie, oh, for sure. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, for sure. You feel me? For sure. I, I bet well, no, no, you that I, and, movie doesn't and, have as much studio oversight as the rest of those other movies. 100%. Then. But when you... And, and the only reason why I, I laud DC for not uh, fucking this movie up so bad is because they've had good packages and and stuck their dick in it. Yep. So I, I applaud them for having the restraint... <laughs> for not violating this movie, hopefully, because I haven't seen the movie yet. I've only seen the preview, but from the preview and what I know of James Gunn and the fact that he's still on board, yeah. you know what I mean? Because usually, if they fuck up your movie by this point, you're like, "Huh? Yeah, yeah movies, you'd be, right?" You'd be a lot, you'd be a lot more quiet. After so that. I'm doing this other movie, <laughs> pretty much. But so I, I, I'm very happy that you're absolutely right, 100. percent of the creative direction and the acting accolades go to the cast and to James Gunn and all of the peripheral people who made this this um project the amazing piece that it can be. I just I can't not hey, point out the fact that thank you DC, you've done <laughs> such a wonderful job of ruining so many good things. You decided not to ruin something. I want to I want to applaud you so that you can be encouraged to not ruin further things maybe. Maybe let <laughs> Zack Snyder do his movies. Shit. I don't know if Zack Snyder is going to be willing to yeah, go back to them. I think they burned that bitch. I don't, I don't know if he'd be bitch. willing to do that. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny when he was talking about both him and Chris Terrio, who's the writer on the original, on Zack Snyder's Justice League before they chopped it up. Both of them are like, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen the studio release. I mean, the the um the the theater release version of that movie. Oh, with good reason. No, with good reason. If they knew what they were, and 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 so, honestly, because they chopped up their baby, bro. Oh like, my goodness, you took exactly. My baby and you exactly. beat him up and threw him out into the street. Yeah, like nah, B. I don't. I wouldn't even want to. Oh, it'd be so repulsive. Like yeah. I couldn't even imagine them being able to Absolutely sit through that. Feel like the, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, but I'm I'm. I'm super excited, man. It, it, oh, there's also a new Ten Rings trailer coming out that came out already. Oh, I'm not familiar. Uh, the Shang-Chi movie. Oh, okay. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Oh. Yeah, there's a, there's a new... Um, Ten Rings means something else to me because in tabletop role-playing, the name of the of the Asian-themed setting is Lord of the Ten Rings as sense. a playoff of Lord of the Five Rings. So when you said that, I was like, wait, wait, wait. They're making a movie off of Rokuga in the setting of... 
my bad. Let me stop nerding <laughs> out real quick. Go ahead, finish your statement. Now nah, the 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 new trailer for um <laughs> yeah Shang Chi. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the story trailer. So it sort of gives you a hint as to what even, the story is about. I don't know so. how I miss all these trailers and I subbed. This one all just this came shit. to this one just came out today. This okay. one's like it's probably like eight hours out. It's been out for like eight hours, but it's yeah that should look fucking cool. I'm, I'm definitely super excited, that. dude. So now yeah. at least we understand what the fuck the ten rings Listen, are and how they work. Nobody Literally. ever, nobody acknowledged this, but I still think that the fucking it is such a lost opportunity to team up. If we had a decent Iron Fist, the Shang Chi Iron Fist team up would be next level. And I'm not talking about because we just have to have all the Asians in one movie. I'm just thinking that the kung fu fucking madness that could happen between these two niggas fighting the hand. I mean, and who's to say what? it can't happen, though? You know what I mean? Nah, but I don't want to see Danny Rand fucking anything. Who the fuck? Good. I mean, I, to be I, fair, they wouldn't recast the same person. You do I, understand I'm hoping. That was, though, I'm right? hoping. It's not even a matter of hoping. That was... um. That was uh, that was like Netflix that was doing that. You feel me? That was Marvel so that's giving that shit to Netflix. Hell no. Hell oh. no. That shit ain't a part of the MCU. But So do you think that they outside try, They that? wanted to, but I think... Uh, I'm really disappointed. <clears throat> I wanted it to be canon. Nah. The, not, I mean, the, not the oh, Iron you know Fist what? in particular. I wanted you know Daredevil. What? I wanted Daredevil, they're Luke Cage, supposed to be and, canon. and Jessica Jones to be canon. They're supposed to be canon, but they're not addressed in the actual movie. They have no effect on the movie universe, but it's the opposite. So a lot of the events in the yeah. um, first mm-hmm. Avengers, they were reflected in mm-hmm. in, in, in the shows, in the or at least in the Daredevil shows. I don't think they there's, mentioned them. But, in and, and that ones. actually works because they're so ground level that it's possible that they see the ramifications of what happens, mm-hmm. but they don't actually do things that affect them, which I'm not mad at that. But, but I definitely wanted them definitely, to be canon. Marvel would definitely never recast fucking Lauren. Lorith? Loris? Loris? Yeah. They, they, they wouldn't recast him. He was an awful... That was such an awful I don't casting. Know. How did that happen? Awful, though, awful casting. He was, That was not the role for because him, Because it dude. wasn't it wasn't all around bad casting. He was the bad cast. Yep, 100%. Yo, his his female counterpart was a really well cast. His all, Everyone else in the show was decently cast. Yep. What was that? Uh, I, I did someone know. owe him a favor? I don't know. Maybe they ran out of time for casting or something, but... Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever plan you guys had didn't pan out. Or were, do you think that that was maybe a casting based off of popularity? Like, oh, this guy's popular. We'll just put him in the show and he'll he'll bring a performance to it. And, you know, we'll be happy to add his audience to the Marvel audience and it'll be a type of thing. You, because I can't imagine I what know, other reason I don't really have. see that. I don't, I don't remember him being that popular, you know what I mean, when it came out. As an actor? I think yeah. he, has a, he has a, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the only thing I remember him from is Game of Thrones, right? I, yeah. I literally cannot name another credit of his. He definitely than... has been in other stuff that. <laughs> oh, that was for sure, absolutely. I just don't remember either. I don't. That is a for show. You can't really be a, a working actor with only two credits. But yeah, so if they recasted Iron Fist, that would be oh man, oh man. Also, Iron Fist is the power. It doesn't need to be held by fucking Danny Rand. True, true. Wow, that would be a really interesting third season of Iron Fist. <laughs> no, stop. Stop. No. Stop. No, just third season of Iron Fist. Wow, the that's nightmares. Savage. savage. The fucking nightmares. Bro, <laughs> just get it get in the first like two, three episodes. Hey man. Dan Rand passes Otto, the power on. According to Otto, in season two, he gave his power away to his female sidekick. Oh, see, so, there you, you have it. Me? So it's like There you have it. After that nigga used Iron Fist to empower two guns, I was like, all right, I'm done with this nigga. <laughs> 
I was done with that nigga. I mean, who he brings a fist to a like, gunfight, though? You know what I mean? The man who was on to Yo, something. my nigga, but when you have the fist of the gods, nigga? Nah, that's not even a fair... Yeah, the nah, fist me. of the gods. Nah. And you apply it to a gun, it upgrades the gun. It's the gun of the gods now. Listen, if you got the fist of the gods, my nigga, and you over here, <laughs> and you need to empower a gun, and you can't handle your biz with what you Yo. got... You've definitely done something there wrong. There were so many strange decisions in that show, bro. So many strange decisions. Oh, man. I don't know where you guys were going with that, but I Not don't think all. you made it. I don't think you made it. No. But, so, oh, so, so they passed on the power? So, nah, all right. Let me stop. Yeah, because remember, stop. at the end of season one, his... Um, I did not watch season his two, by the friend, way. I only watched either. clips. <laughs> um, at the end of season one, his friend was, like, super coveting the power. Remember, I think there was like some sort of competition that he and his friend went through and he got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, And his yeah, friend yeah. was like salty about it and he went over to the bad guys because of it. Yeah. Oh, so. but he gave it... Yeah. Anyway. And I think he stole it at some point. I mean, so yeah, we could definitely get rid of Danny Rand and get somebody else for show. One can only hope. What? Shang-Chi with the female Iron Fist? I'm with it. I'm down for it. But, um... Dude, did you hear... That's so... I, I don't know. I'm interested to get your take on this because I, I have mixed feelings and I don't know exactly how I feel about it myself. So I'm definitely interested to get someone else's input. Season, I believe, five of the Boondocks mm-hmm. is in is in creation. They have announced that the art style will be moving away from the anime art style of the original uh, series and to the art style that most resembles uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Ooh, that's kind of cool. That's crazy. That's a huge upgrade. That that's a huge undertaking because that's a lot of that's a lot of 3D. There's a lot that goes into it. Anime, I think, is probably like a hand-drawn anime like that is probably less production than the production that went behind, like the animation style behind Into the Spider-Verse. Probably not though, right? Because no. the thing is, I don't know anything about animation. Drawing, so I could be wrong with animation, drawing two D animation takes more time because you know you're drawing everything. But with three D animation, you make the model and then you have the model do stuff. And especially now, in modern. Well, I don't think they're doing mocap for fucking are, are you, for or show. even or even um uh, animation captions. I mean, they they don't they don't animation motions. They don't, uh, they they do rotoscoping sometimes. Yeah. So which which can act as a similar one, but I would imagine that it's actually cheaper and easier to do it uh, 3D rather than doing it um uh, rather than hand drawing things. You know, they've been moving away from hand drawn animations for years. Okay, well maybe well maybe that's part of the decision as to why they decided to move towards this because I, I liked Into the Spider Verse. I'm it looks I got to cool. see what they're doing. I just have to see it. Because yeah. I can't really imagine Boondocks in that style, so that I, I, I'm still excited. And Aaron Magruder is still on board. I haven't heard him say anything negative against it. So I mean, as long as he's writing it, that's I, what I'm saying. I, I'll give it a shot. Right? Boom. Those seasons where he wasn't because that's where I'm involved. I couldn't even finish them shits. No, they the didn't one, even feel like Boondocks. Well, there was only one season, season four, and 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 he was involved for the first two seasons. Which were dev- they were definitely you could see that they were they were strained, but yo after season I mean episode three of season four boy the show just just fucking fell off yeah, and I'm I mean pretty sure hard. I didn't see anything be yeah I think episode three or three or four may have been where I stopped in season four as well I mean I don't I think I got to five but I could not make it through that season it was so bad yeah it wasn't the same show so yeah as long as Aaron Magruder is back at the helm. I'm inclined to to take the ride, but yeah, 
I thought that was interesting. You know, that that's just a little update on that because I can't wait, man. And I think it's coming out HBO Max. I want to say that's pretty cool. I think Yo, it's HBO out. Max is smart. They also wait, they oh, also yeah. um they also bought up uh was it Discovery as well. So mm, yes, they're they about to go through another fucking change pretty soon too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's even more shit that they. And Discovery owns the company that owns Jeff's job, you know. Oh, nice Motor Trend. Yeah, well, the, uh, the Enthusiast Network, which produces Motor Trend, yes. Yeah, this is man. It's like the corporate hierarchy is fucking crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> like if you look at any ground level product brand that you that that you're purchasing. Yo, when you go up like their corporate chain to like who actually owns and operates what's going on there, that shit is crazy. There's like yes. six or seven levels. The obfuscation becomes intense. Yeah, you know, the higher up you go, the less. I don't think the anyone less visibility they want you to have as to what they're actually doing. Oh yeah, so I, I, I don't think anyone who who fucks with Motor Trend online knows that they're produced by HBO Max at this point. Mm-mm. Nah, but yeah, you know. I'm always hyped to hear new Boondocks news, but yeah, moving on from that, there's been a bunch of shit going on actually in the uh, foreign and local political sphere. So here we'll we'll do a quick rundown of the uh, of the pertinent news topics that I saw come across the feed. Uh, we'll start out with the new Delta Nine variant, nigga. Yo, and see this is <laughs> this is exactly what I was trying to get at in the beginning of the pandemic when I was like, yo. We don't want them to make it a business model. We don't want them to get. We don't want to give them a, a a pandemic business model through selling us because it's only amount of it, it's it's only uh, a short amount of time before they start selling these vaccines to us directly. Because don't forget, you pay, you thought your vaccine was free, but your tax dollars paid for them. So you paid for your vaccine. You just paid for it passively through the money that you give the government anyway because it's not like it's a zero-sum game that vaccine money came at the expense of other services that might have uh that money could have been allocated to so the fact now that they're like yo now we have another strain and it's causing a whole new a whole new bad and we're gonna have to to to, to talk about all kinds of new restrictions is like listen you know at some point we're going to have, you know, people are, they're encouraging people to, to, to like protest against, uh, the, the, the whole, uh, pandemic regulations and things like that, because they're, they're not providing any feasible path to, to normalcy. They're saying, listen, we're going to keep on finding these new variants. And as long as we find these variants, we're going to, we're going to restrict access to public places and we're going to do all of this stuff. And it's like, man, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know how how we continue to operate in public spaces, you know, just in an open and free way when we have the, the this medical industry that is just fear mongering everybody. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the 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 separation in society now between the vaccinate people who are vaccinated and people who aren't vaccinated is becoming it's it's becoming ridiculous because it's not even like like people are 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 saying like hey you know it, are you know are you willing to get the vaccine once or what is your trepidation or what's the issue 
they're just they're just blanket saying everyone who's not vaccinated is crazy and and not uh not not capable of operating in uh social environments and things of that nature and it's like but you have not addressed at all any of the issues that people who are typically vaccine hesitant might have such as like well why don't the the vaccine companies accept responsibility for the ramifications of you taking their vaccine especially now that in the news they're saying that yo in rare cases there's people who are having heart issues and as somebody with congenital heart issues i might be hesitant of taking something that might exacerbate that so it's like i don't know the fact that you guys feel like the only or when i say you guys people who are just totalitarian vaxxers you know what i mean like i i understand believing in 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 general vaccines and so forth my son is vaccine vaccinated i get it i there are things and there are diseases that vaccines work well on influenzas and things of that nature covid viruses they vaccines don't work well on them we're seeing that that even no matter how high the the percentage rate of 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 vaccination people are still dying so if you get it it whether you're vaccinated or not if you have a precondition to dying from it you're probably still going to die from it and it's still a pretty low rate and so you know it's just it's one of those things like, you know, they're pushing now that there's this Delta 9 variant and, you know, some vaccines are good for it, but some vaccines aren't. And so now it's like, oh, so now if you don't have the right vaccine, it doesn't you're also excluded from 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 being able to, to operate normally in public. It's, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like, you got to be able to smell the bullshit when they're putting it in front of you. You know what I mean? But I saw that and I was like, man, it's just not going to stop. But it's funny because they said Delta 9. I was like, what, Delta 9 THC? What, what's going on? <laughs> like, no, nah, Delta 9 COVID. I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get all the way the fuck out of here. It's me, man. It's COVID Zeta. Bro. In other fucking COVID news, it came out recently that an investigative reporter uh, put out that the meatpacking industry lied about the meat shortages that they claimed were going to come about because of COVID. And so they kept the meatpacking uh, uh, industry open despite the fact that they didn't need to, also uh, causing a boom in COVID spreading. Capitalism, baby. So now if the COVID is booming in the meatpacking facilities, obviously the meat is probably spreading COVID to some degree as well. So it's like the meatpacking industry is probably squarely responsible for a significant portion. I'm not saying all of it. Definitely not all of it. You know, a lot of Trump policies had a ton of negative effects on on the spread of uh, of COVID, meaning that it helped it spread faster. But the fact that the meatpacking industry knew that there's evidence that they knew that they did not need to keep these meatpacking plants open. And even if they kept them open, they didn't need to keep them um, operating at the capacity that they were at. It was literally impossible for them to enact any kind of social distancing in a meatpacking facility based on the, the, the capacity that they were at. If they would have just reduced, even if they weren't going to close, if they would have just reduced capacity so that they can... Uh, furlough some of the uh, uh, of the workforce so that they can spread them out and start to do social distancing. They would told they 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 refused. They were like, "Nah, we'd rather just keep all the employees at risk, thereby keep putting the people who we serve meat to at risk." And yeah, and that's why honestly, and I'm gonna be like, when I purchase meat, I personally try my best not to pack it, like try not to purchase factory farmed meat. Now, 
occasionally I will buy meat at Costco because that shit is super, super effective. <laughs> but as much as I can, whenever I go to a grocery store, I make sure I go to the section where they have the locally farmed meat because, yo, factory farmed meat, man, that's just dangerous, bro. Dangerous, yo. That's just, yeah. it's, it's no, it's bad news bears. That's for sure. All they care about is the output. Yeah, man. And and those, man, I, I know uh, John Oliver did some um, real good kind of uh, parody reporting on the meatpacking industry and like, it, the, the conditions are so severe in these meatpacking industries that the most common industry, I, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but the most common industry in a meatpacking plant is being cut by your neighbor's knife. <laughs> Can you imagine operating with a blade in such close proximity to me Too that close, I cut life. you more frequently than anything? That's silly. That's fucking wild, my nigga. How is that OSHA certified? How is that even allowed? I don't know, man. This country's fucked, though. <laughs> like, if that's where they're making your food at, no wonder people are fucking going in the roid rage, yo. Your, your meat's made in a fucking hellhole, man. But yeah, nah, definitely, I, I thought that that was an interesting one. And I hope that the meatpacking industry, and and, and not that I, I have an issue with, with meat packers or butchers or anyone who works in that industry, but I hope that the corporate structure of that industry gets hit mega hard. And that they have to like start devolving power back to smaller farms because this whole factory farming of meat, it, it's terrible for the environment. It's terrible for the animals. It's terrible, for the pe- terrible for the people who eat the meat. It's terrible for the people who work in the factories. Like, mm-hmm. why are we so okay with industries that, are, that really cause harm to 99% of the people who come in contact with them? Like, is, you know what I mean? Because it's not even like we could say like, oh, well, the end users are really benefiting from it. Well, it's like, ah, you're kind of feeding them food that's killing them. So really, who's benefiting at all, if not just the the CEO and the shareholders? Yeah, that's that's a problem that America has in general, right? In general, America has no issue selling you food that will kill you, no qualms with it whatsoever. And it doesn't matter if it's the if it's due to the 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 caloric or fucking um, 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 nutritional content of the food, or just the conditions in which the food was made. You're so right on both ends. It has zero nutritional value. It's made in a kitchen that's filthy, and and there you are. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's a rough situation. Even though I will say that the vast majority of restaurants that I choose to patronize, you know what I mean? Like you could tell if a restaurant from the outside, at least if they've been, at least they care about their image Mm -hmm. and what they're doing. And so yeah, it it. Most restaurants I go into are decently maintained because I don't want to stigmatize uh, restaurant workers because I, I honestly, it's not like politicians where like the majority of politicians are trash. So you can generalize and say they're trash. I wouldn't say that the majority of restaurant workers are trash or, mm-hmm. or want to work in nasty conditions. They uh, they do. And it's probably a decent constituency of bad workers there. You know what I mean? But yeah, the food you're eating from the from the factory farm it comes from to the place where it's made is probably just not not great for you. But yeah, moving on from that, uh, <laughs> I saw I thought this was hilarious. I thought, think you'll get a kick out of this one. Uh, many of the Capitol rioters are evading jail time by apologizing to the court. That's a thing. My nigga, you That's would never imagine, right? Right? What the fuck? Right? right? What the fuck? Right? 
I would never thought that you could apologize to the judge. Hey, yo, my get... bad, Your Honor. I didn't even know I couldn't do that, bro. Yo, Dave was right all along, my nigga. You know what? No jail Dave time. Right Give along. him probation and send I him on their way. No, I couldn't do that. Bro, they apologized to the court and got probation rather than jail time. Yo, that's... Yo, white privilege must be nice, son. No, dude. I'm God telling damn. you. No, no, no. Let's stop acting like we That's think it's nice. We know shit. that shit's nice, nigga. Because you couldn't even imagine doing something illegal violently in a group of people getting caught and then apologizing and getting your sentence lessened. You feel me? That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine that shit, my G. That's that's pretty funny. But yeah, I was like, man, it just it, it really just shows this the clear difference. This is America. It up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's, there's a very clear dichotomy between um how justice is metered out. Justice, and I'm doing air quotes. I know you can't see them, but they're there. <laughs> air quotes. Um, but yeah, uh, did you hear about the massive building collapse in Florida? I did not, dude. I think it was um, where was it? Where was it? uh uh Surfside, Florida? I don't even know how this happens, bro. I feel so fucking bad. There are people still unaccounted for. Damn, um, that's crazy. Yeah. it was. I don't know if it was a residential building or a commercial building, but there were people inside the building when it went down. And so, yeah, that's super sad, man. And and my heart goes out to those people. But, you know, it's you know that state's run by DeSantis, and that guy's a fucking tool, man. And he's fucking running this state. He's passing legislation to make that state a fucking way worse than it is and yeah, it's like is. you know i feel bad for anyone who doesn't toe the the conservative line down there you know it's becoming a real scary place to like just want to be a you know live and do your thing and not want to be harassed by police and you know help the 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 general state of things you know if you want to go out and make your voice heard in the streets which is you know part of your free speech it's an american right you know it's not safe in florida it really isn't. You know, it's not even safe to be poor in Florida. Like, you can't even be poor on the streets not bothering nobody. You'll get fucking harassed. Like, it's crazy, crazy. Like, And now the buildings are just fucking falling down. Like, I don't know, man. If that's not emblematic of infrastructure crumbling, literal buildings falling down, yep. I don't know what is, you know. That's and, that owner constantly pocketing that money and never investing it into fucking maintaining his building. There ain't no, I'm pretty sure there wasn't no earthquakes. Florida can't have earthquakes. California. Florida can't have earthquakes because it's a limestone earth or some shit like that. There's no fault lines near it. Yeah, there's yeah, zero like fault it, lines. It's, it's, I mean, the, the, the closest fault yeah. line would be the Mariana Trench, and that's in the Atlantic Ocean. So that's. Florida don't get into earthquakes. It so might go underwater. Just, that's purely lack of maintenance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, yeah. And, and, I just don't even know how that I honestly don't know how that happens. Just like, like I said, every time you get the money, you put that shit in your pocket and never once think to putting well, it back into the building. The problem is is that a building falling down like that is 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 more than maintenance. It means it wasn't built correctly. Like those buildings, true. You know what I mean? Like cuz there's it, no way to replace cuz that's a foundational problem and there's no place like there's no way to update your foundation unless you like, you know, send everyone out you know what I mean? And, and right, but it would have been and if it's the same person who owned the build that whole time, it would have been indicative of the same problem. Oh, oh, I, mean, I guarantee you, the nigga who built that building knew that it was fucked up and course. sold it to them super of dirt cheap course. because it was fucked up. And and the person was like, you know what? I don't know, man. The inspectors haven't caught shit yet, so I'm just kind of gonna let it ride. Like as long as yeah. the city doesn't say anything, 
because like that's because the buildings don't fall down like that. Yeah, they, it's final until it isn't. Yeah. And you just hope and assume that it's not going to fall down on your watch. That's that's how a lot of things in our country work, really. And that, that's, that's how crazy. a lot of it's just it's fine until it isn't, and then it goes like um really um about that. Texas's fucking grid. Feel me? You know oh, how long yeah. they oh, knew, yeah, yeah, knew yeah. that shit was a problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine, dude. Okay, that's, that's that's absolutely, that can happen. It's fine. That absolutely is negligent and, like, and being that and ideology being, is uh, derelict in maintenance. Texas's power grid is one thousand percent derelict maintenance because a, a power grid. You know what I mean? Like you could change those wires out, my G, and that's not that ain't nothing but a four hour outage to give people ten years of security. You know what I mean? Like, nah, yeah, Texas is a complete dereliction of duty of just maintaining shit that the private company that is making a a lot of money, mind you, (laughs) no power company is losing money. Like, even when Enron was losing money, it was only because it was spending more money in its buybacks that it was making by providing energy. No energy company is losing money. So if they are derelict on their maintenance, that's completely a choice. That building, man. That building, man, that's that's a that's that's indicative of a level of of municipal corruption because that building should have never been built. That's the unfortunate thing. So when a building just falls the fuck down, you know what I mean? It's because the building wasn't built properly. Because buildings don't just, you know what I mean? If that was like a architectural flaw that happens, we'd see it happen a lot more frequently. You know what I mean? But no, buildings of that size, nabi. There wasn't no hurricane. There wasn't no hail. wasn't no bomb. The building just fell fucking down. DeSantis, it's on your watch, my G. What are you going to do to make sure that shit don't happen again? We all know nothing. (laughs) We all know nothing. I'm I'm speaking into the ether, Uh, but... Oh, the other buildings are fine. The the other buildings are fine, right? They're fine. They haven't fallen down yet. But yeah, no, there's there's people... I, I, I really hope the death count is very low. Because I don't think that that can happen without people being hurt and, and and killed in it, and I feel very bad for the people who are negatively impacted by that. Because that was not—that's really your life being fucked up because of nothing that you did wrong. Mm-hmm. You did nothing wrong other than try to live your life, and your fucking building fell around around your ears. You know what I mean? So yeah, just want to send out some condolences to them and some fuck yous to Rick DeSant- uh, to to DeSantis. But uh, yeah, let's hit up some politics topics real quick. Um, you know, I thought this one, so I've been kind of glossing over the story and kind of not, I, it's been on the docket, but I haven't been hitting it. And it's about, um, the Canadian government finally admitting that the schools that they created to indoctrinate indigenous children to westernize them that were run by the Catholic church they found over 600 bodies of children under those buildings. They weren't indoctrinating anyone. They weren't teaching them anything. They were just killing the kids. And then gaslighting the parents and telling them, no, we." they decided not to go back. And so I bring that up because now we have Dev Holland in, in the cabinet, in Biden's cabinet, and she's saying that she wants to uh, conduct an investigation into the American versions of these schools. And I'm like, boy, you you really want to open that can of worms? It's like poltergeist all over again. You want to open that can of worms? Yo, oh my goodness. I re- Not that I don't want them to have closure, 
as in the Native Americans. But and 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 honestly, if there's anyone in America who deserves closure before Black people, it's the Native Americans. If there's anyone who who who's been waiting in line to get some 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 real reparations and some real closure to to the genocide that happened to them because the Iroquois nation was over 90 million native americans when at their height and we all know that there's not 90 million Iroquois people in this country so you know the genocide that they went through if there's anyone who deserves some recognition it's them but oh man it's like going, it's like saying, hey, we're going to dig up Harvard and see how many, you know, dead slave bodies we find. And there's like, boy, you really want to open up that can of worms? We know that they're there. We know they're there. The institution had, or was it Yale, that up until recently had stained glass commemorating the slaves that that built the the, the institution. You know what I mean? Like, like, do we, like, we know they're there. And so I'm like... Man, what are they gonna find, man? If they found six hundred bodies alone in the na- in, in uh from the First Nations in Canada, how many more do you think they're gonna find in the states? Like, I'm thinking that there's probably if they actually go and look, there's gonna be thousands. And then what does that do? You know what I mean? What does that do? Like, do we do we have? I mean, do they actually update? They don't even want to teach. That racism was, they don't even want to teach teach that slavery was bad. (laughs) So are they going to want to say like, hey, you know, our whole like move to assimilate the Native Americans. Yeah, we really didn't do that. We just killed them. Do you think that they're going to say that? I mean, they don't have to say it. <laughs> History is can, pretty self-evident. Oh, absolutely. But you know, I and I, I mean, find I, it really I feel like stuff like this kids, isn't isn't about getting the really the um oppressors to admit it so much cuz in the US we all know the oppressors are never going to do that. Yeah. It, it's more so about like about the victims and sort of getting mm-hmm. closure and having answers to people who were probably known for generations that this has happened to them, but the state has never acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. So this no, can definitely <clears throat> see my thing is, is that, that regard. I don't genuinely believe in justice. But if there's any air quotes justice to be had in this situation, it would be had to have the historical record corrected, right? Mm-hmm. And to show the genocide that happened and to actually call it a genocide and not euphemize it like the Trail of Tears and you know, the integration of Native Americans and the Western experience. You know what I mean? Like, can we get the, the like, and, and you're right. What's more important is the victim's closure. But I would love to see just a filament of justice in having the historical uh, record corrected, you know, to show, like, what happened to them. Yeah, I think you that's need asking a, a lot. Yeah, I, I think you need a new government for that, though. Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. If, really? if there's any more proof to your statement, it's the it's the way they're responding to critical race theory. If there's any more mm-hmm. proof to your statement, critical race theory doesn't say that all white people are racist. All it says is, is that, hey, in America, we perpetrated a system of slavery that was exclusively perpetrated on black Africans brought over through the Atlantic slave trade. It created a social paradigm. We should look at that critically and not just look at the benefits that came from it, but also look at it as 
the negative that slavery really is. And all of these fucktards are like, well, we want objective truth about history. And objectively, you can't say that white people today are are objectively responsible for the sins of their, their father. And it's like, well, objectively, all we're trying to say is, is that slavery is wrong. And that if we're being objective, then slavery is wrong, even in the past of America. It's not just wrong when other people do it. And that is all critical race theory is doing. And they fight it tooth and nail. They obfuscate it. They say it's this, as they say it's that. They, and, and then you have the fucking left, the black leftist retards who are just as bad saying, yeah, CRT is a use is, is a tool of liberal whites to to propagandize race. And I'm like, sure, it could be that. They do that with everything. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be critical about how we analyze race in history. And we should also teach our children to be critical of race through history. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand. Like, but anyway, sorry. That was a, a sides rant because you're absolutely right. They will fight tooth and nail to make sure that the historical record does not reflect what they did. Bar none. Hands down. You're absolutely right. It would take a whole new government. Also, one that like, does not allow as, that As happen. we've seen, accountability is, America is not about accountability for America. Feel me? That's not something at all. I can't remember the last time I saw anything that would lead me to believe that that's Talk the sort of it. thing that this country does. Talk about it. You feel me? America is only about accountability for other people, and especially when there is financial gain to be had. Yep. All right. So here we'll we'll run through these last couple ones real quick. So we have Biden increasing police funding in the in in the wake of increased, uh, uh, I guess violence quote-unquote because who knows what they're using to make that metric and i'm just like man what the fuck did people vote for like i didn't vote for his ass but the people who voted for him how do you feel how do you feel genuinely how do you feel when overwhelmingly the democrats won because of minority vote minority vote is overwhelmingly on the side of police reform which means that there is a substantial constituency that you need to court that is pro-police reform and so you try to coach or or couch police reform and increased police funding bro yo i can't wait to see i can't wait and and i'm gonna have the popcorn and everything to sit on the sidelines and watch this political fucking uh 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 shit show that's gonna be 2024 because i can't wait to see what they do i can't wait to see what they do and i promise you um, at in 2024, Kendrick's going to be old enough to where I can start taking him around outside with me. I'm actively campaigning against both of these parties. I'm putting some ten toes to the ground on this. Fuck that, because they've done way too much to ruin a good thing for me to just sit back and not actively campaign against them. Because I feel like as a as a citizen of a society, whether you you want to be there or not. You have to participate until you're not there. Once you're not part of that 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 society, you're welcome to to not give a fuck about what goes on. But as long as I'm here, I'm gonna have to participate, and I can't just participate by being a talking head. And 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 the bipartisan effort to fuck America over. Because don't get it wrong, I'm only so critical of America because I love what it could be. I love the capacity that this country has to be great. I don't love what it is because it's not what it claims to be, but I love what it could be because it has a greater capacity than any other country I've ever experienced. And I've been around the world. 
But what I won't do is allow the bipartisan effort to destroy that to go without raising some kind of hell because that shit is fucked up. It's fucked up because this country really honestly, and, and, and this is the fucked up part because while I don't believe in American exceptionalism and all of that shit, what I do believe is that if America got its shit together, it could lead the human race to better things because it, it's, it's got the big bro status. A lot of other countries used to big bro us, but they don't know more. And they and it was a bipartisan effort effort to fuck that over, all in the face of lining the pockets of 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 fucking rich, fucking corporate executives. And you know, honestly, that we're actually I'm just gonna wrap on that because that's really the head of of of, of a lot of what what I wanted to get at is you know let's not let the greed overtake what we could be because that's some. America could be an amazing country. It has the capacity to be such an amazing place. And it is its own worst enemy. And it's through the tools of, of division that it created to maintain the power of the elite that it, that, it, that it can't come together to be what it could be. Only through the tools of racism that the elite use to separate the working class does America defeat itself. Because God forbid... If people of of all of the same socio demographic, socio economic demographic, got together and and unified and came to the a, a similar goal, there would be no force stopping them. There would be no force stopping them. If 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 poor black people were not divided based on our own internal divisions, if poor working class people were not divided based on race, if if you know, all of these things weren't weren't perpetrated on us as tools of division by the upper class. We would be so good. And the reason why they perpetrate them on us is their own greed. It's not because it's productive. It's not because it gets them anything. It's purely because they just need us to be separated to 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 be able to better extract resources from us. And so, yo, let's not, you know, let's let's get rid of all of that shit. Let's not Let's not focus on that no more because it, it's only empowering the rich. Like, yes, I, I see racism as a huge issue and one that has to be overcome before unity can be achieved. But that doesn't mean that unity isn't the goal. Just because I see the division doesn't mean that I don't want to achieve that goal. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, let, let's focus on those kind of things. And so I, I want to wrap on that sentiment, not, not none of the other depressing shit that I was about to talk about. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us, guys. We appreciate you. Hope you want to follow us on the social media. On Twitter, you can find me at Karee underscore T and at Home Heron. And you can find me on Instagram at home uh, Heron's Home Podcast. And you can find me on the gram at Rico underscore G Sound. And always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy.